Hello, everyone. Welcome to another brand new Late Night Sprites episode. Late Night Sprites is a fun and informative video game podcast about all sorts of topics, reviews, discussions, and more. I am your host, Homecoming Hero. I hope you are having a great day, and I hope that you are playing some games that bring you joy. And if not, you should trade those in and go get new games. That's right. Today, I am going to talk about the video game taboo topic of trading in how could you let go of your game how how could you do that i thought you liked that one how could you and first off a couple announcements before i really dive in into this episode first off next week at the time of this recording if you are listening in the future then it is already up but if you are not listening in the future and listening to this live Yep, coming up very soon, I have a multi-part retrospective on an old Nintendo series that I worked really hard on, and I'm really excited to share it. I hope you enjoy it. I'm going to be uploading every single episode of the retrospective at once, and then taking like a week off to play Tears of the Kingdom. So this is going to be like a multi-week podcast project, all boiled down into one week that's right we are doing the bnl strategy and we're doing it in one week so get excited for that i had a lot of fun making it and i would have released it but we had two hiccups uh it was actually originally supposed to come out today instead of this episode but one major problem that hit was i first off recorded it and it was really fun and then the audio file corrupted, so I have to do it all over again. Yippee skippy, hooray hooray. Second of all, I may sound a little low energy compared to usual, and that is because I'm under the weather. I have had a few ups and downs with my health as of lately, and just allergies mostly, and because of that, I've been feeling really sick, and I was not going to sit here and hook up the mic and record about four or five episodes in one sitting, at least not right away. So today I have a backup topic. We are going to talk about trading things in. We're going to talk about trade-ins and how they are viewed in a very different way. I have some friends who are willing to trade in games to buy new games, I have friends who are like, you know what? I'm not playing this copy of Mario Party Superstars. I really want Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. I really want that GameStop exclusive plank of wood. And we'll get back to GameStop in a little bit. But then there's a whole other group where it's like they are willing to never like let go of their games. They... They want every single game. They want all of those games. They could have a backlog five miles wide, and they could be like, you know what? I want this physical copy of this game. And if it's a brand new game that everybody's hyped about, they play it. But some other games, it's like, yeah, I'll, I'll get to it eventually. Into the backlog you go. And But they never trade in their games. And so sometimes you have that copy of, Dragon Quest 11s sitting on your shelf for three years, and you're like, I'll play that tomorrow. And then tomorrow comes, and you end up just playing a different game. You end up playing something else, and 
I'm sure if video games were like Toy Story, that would really hurt Dragon Quest XI's feelings. But for me personally, I am in the boat of trading games in. One of my really good friends, Skull Kid Tiger, once told me that if you have a game sitting on your shelf that you either beat to completion and you don't see yourself going back to often, or if you have a game that you bought because you were interested and then you played it a little bit and lost interest or you just never got to it and it's really been sitting there a while and you don't know when you're going to get to it, trading things in is great. Because if you go to a store and trade something in, it gets put on the shelf after a few minutes of being processed. And somebody could come in that store even later that day, see that game and pick it up and play it immediately. It could be the game that they've been hunting for for a while and you can share that experience. And I like to at first I just traded in games because I didn't want to spend money. But I really like that philosophy. I like the idea of I'm not playing this copy of Skyward Sword anymore. And when I get credit towards something that I want to play, someone else gets to come in and, you know, spend their $30 on a copy of Skyward Sword and they get to go home and play it and beat it or stream it or make content. Who knows? That's one of my favorite things about trading games in. So for me, my preferred method of trading in games is not GameStop. And I'm not sitting here going, oh, I hate GameStop. No, my preferred method of trading games in is retro game stores. And preferably the big reason why is because store credit at retro game stores seems to go farther. You seem to get more. You seem to usually get about a 10 to $30 bonus that you wouldn't get somewhere else. One of the nifty things about GameStop is that you can look up a game on their website and you can see how much you're going to get for cash and how much you're going to get for store credit. And I've used that before to take stuff to GameStop. And I just prefer doing it for retro game stores because then that $40, $50 game used in the store is now sitting there for $25, $30 in the retro game store. Like Metro Dread is $60 everywhere. One of my local retro game stores has Metro Dread for $40. So if I hypothetically really wanted that, or Pokemon Sword and Shield for $25, you know, I could take in one or two things and I could have that credit. That's one of the things I like about retro game stores. Uh, one experience that I had recently was picking up legend of zelda spirit tracks complete in box with manual and i was really excited to find that and because i took in a physical indie game that i didn't care about anymore and i took in a collector's edition that i took really good care of i was able to get it and i was really excited and then i had credit to spare that's one thing i like about taking in retro games too with modern consoles, I find myself hooking up retro consoles less and less. With my Switch and my PlayStation, I don't see myself hooking up the GameCube all the time or hooking up the Wii U because my preferred method of playing games is, you know, throwing a show on the TV and playing my Switch in handheld mode. That's That for me is, is where it's at and also because... Nintendo Switch has games. 
But here's a philosophy against trading in. You could also get that classic case of taking in, hypothetically, let's use that Dragon Quest Eleven again. And you take that game and you take it and you trade it in and you pick up Super Monkey Ball. You pick up Monkey Ball and you love Monkey Ball. Who doesn't love Monkey Ball? But then a couple days pass and you are sitting with your friend group and they're like, yo, Dragon Quest Eleven S, am I right? And you're like, oh, I should play it. And then you go to your shelf and then you're like, oh no, oh no. Oh no, oh no, oh no, no, no. And it's back in the store. And you got $25 for it. You've got 20 bucks for it. But it's on the shelf for 47 And you're like, crap. And that is one of the trappings of trading in games. I am guilty of this. So let's talk about trading in games. If you are in the group of, I'm going to trade in a game. Because... I don't want to sit here and say hoard all your games. I'm not going to diss anyone who wants a massive collection either. Do you. As long as you're not snobby and as long as you're not putting other people down, as long as you're not acting like you're the best of the best, you're cool. So fine. if you And don't act like your philosophy is the end-all be-all. This is my personal philosophy on trading games in. So you are hypothetically going to trade in a game. So here's a couple steps I would say to avoid trade-in traps. First, play the game. I would say play the game for a minimum of five hours. If you can see yourself beating it, beat it to completion or until you see the credits roll and then turn it in. I've done that a lot more recently and I feel very satisfied with my trade-ins. I recently got SpongeBob SquarePants The Cosmic Shake. I played it, I beat it, and I was set. I didn't need any more. I didn't need this game anymore. I didn't want to platinum it. I was content with SpongeBob SquarePants The Cosmic Shake and I turned it in and got a nice little healthy store credit. A lump sum. Well, not a lump sum. That's one of the other problems that people have with trading ends is that many people believe that the value does not equal what you get. So if you trade in for cash, it feels like you're not really getting that much. If you're getting store credit, it feels like you might get a little bit more, but then they give you 30 and they turn around and put it on the shelf for 60. And that's just how business works. I'm not going to act like the company is some evil mustache twirling villain. Some of GameStop's trading rates are a little atrocious. I remember I got Warrior Land Shake It. Or not Warrior Land Shake It. I would never trade that in. But um, WarioWare Get It Together. I remember I got that launch week. And I took it to the game store. And I took it to GameStop where I bought it from. And I paid 40 for WarioWare Get It Together. And they wanted me to get $15 in credit. And I was not happy about that. I was not happy. So I ended up taking that to the retro game store because WarioWare Get It Together is... I'll talk about that some other day. But... If you're going to do that, I say play the game for about five-ish hours and 
really get into it. And if you can't find yourself getting into it, don't waste your time with it. If it's games are getting longer and longer these days, if you see yourself playing a game and you're really going to enjoy it, then take it, trade it in. You, you beat it, you did it. But if you see yourself getting bored, if you see you're like, Hey, I tried it and it's not for me. Don't hold on to something you're never going to beat. That's it's not. Oh, maybe you'll give it another try in like three years. But if it's not for you, then don't hold on to it. At least that's my philosophy. You can do whatever you want to do. Second of all, like beat the game. Beating games and training them in, as I mentioned earlier, is also a viable option. You beat the game. You finished it. You know, unless it's a game that you can see yourself doing like a yearly playthrough of, you can see yourself playing again and again, or maybe you want to lend it to a friend, then then turn it in. Get that credit. Get yourself some games. Treat yourself. I'm a little tired that trading stuff in has become this like taboo that like, oh, you're not a real gamer if you take stuff in. Oh, you, your collection isn't as big as mine. Oh, you trade that in? Oh, you didn't beat it and you took it in? It's like, no, I didn't beat a 40-hour RPG that I wasn't enjoying. Gaming should be about having fun. And if you can use a game that you are not having fun with to get a game that you're going to have fun with, then do it. Go get that plank of wood from GameStop. Tears of the Kingdom. Hashtag... You can tell what game is on my mind all day, every day, until that game comes out. Seriously, this podcast, I swear I'm going to go on a hiatus when Tears of the Kingdom comes out. It's going to be like, here's my episodes, please listen to my past work, Tears of the Kingdom. But um, going back to talking about this, uh, going back to talking about trade-ins. So you can beat the game. You can try the game. But if you don't see yourself playing it and you have a stack of five RPGs, I recommend picking three of them. Reevaluate your games. I say one thing that is a very healthy mindset because it's very easy to get into your own head and being like, my backlog is so big. I spent money on games. I'm a terrible person. I could have spent this money on anything else. I could have went and seen the Mario movie again, but I bought Puyo Puyo Tetris and I haven't played it and it's sitting there. I have had nights where I sit there and I beat myself up over and over again over a backlog where I'm like, I'm, I see that copy of Live Alive. Got that for my birthday last year. Still haven't picked it up. But if you see a game that you think you're going to get to next to a game that you feel like you're never going to pick up, let it go. Take the words of Queen Elsa and let it go. That copy of Crash Bandicoot 4 that you platinumed because no one said you could do it, let it ride into the sunset. That copy of Deadpool for PS3, Xbox 360, PS4, Xbox One, that you played and beat in six hours. Let someone else get Deadpool. That game's really hard to find ever since they delisted. If you think the game is going to be something worth keeping, keep it. But if you think that it's time to let it go, 
and let it go. It's okay. You are not a terrible person for trading in games. And that's the big takeaway I want to do from this episode is you are not a terrible person for trading in games. If you are not playing Mario Kart's, I almost said Mario Kart 8, but that one's a little hard one to trade in because you never know when that friend at the party is like, hey, Mario Kart, and you're like, yeah. But if you're not playing Super Mario Party because you have Mario Party Superstars, take it. If you are not playing Horizon Forbidden West because you got burned out, take it in. These games more than likely will go retro at some point or go on sale. Some game that is $60 today might be $15 in a few months on Black Friday or in a retro game store or might get handed to you for free on PS Plus. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope that no matter what you do with games, whether you collect or you trade them in, I hope that you play games that you enjoy. I am Homecoming Hero. Take care of yourself. Take care of your mental health. I will be back very soon with that retrospective as well as some other fun episodes. And this has been another episode of Late Night Sprites. If you want to see me interact with other people or come see where the podcast inspiration comes from, you can follow me on Twitter at homecominggamer at twitter.com. That's with one G. And if not, you can find me on TikTok. You can find me, you can find late night sprites on YouTube shorts. You can find me in a whole mess of other places. And if you want some old content, check out late night sprites.blogspot.com. I wrote about a lot of games. I, I used to do this and a blog at the same time, but I shifted. So Have a wonderful morning, evening, afternoon, whenever you are listening to this, and I will see you again soon. Take care.